Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you listen to this. So it would seem that I got away with it. You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain. With none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Yusuf didn't shout to me for the audio quality of the episode yesterday. Uh, and we haven't had any complaints yet. So I'm going to keep giving these a try. Today I'm walking rather than driving. Um, so as you can probably hear, um, as I walk between my house and where I go to work sometimes at a local coffee shop, uh, there's quite a lot of traffic. So you may experience quite a bit of uh, background noise just until I get out of the way of that. Um, so my apologies can't believe how much i'm apologizing for the audio but over time as we've done more and more of these podcasts if you go back and listen to like the first couple of episodes they are a mess uh, in terms of audio like we were recording with like a potato wrapped around like with a packet of crisps wrapped around it plugged into a cardboard box with a copper wire and then wondered why uh, the audio sounded crap so anyway um, the only, well, the main reason that we're doing these, the main reason that this is not like one of the longer form interviews that we do or a chat with just Yusuf and I, um, is the request, the only request actually that we've had on, uh, the reviews that we get on iTunes, um, and emails that we get about the podcast is to do more of them. So I figure, you know, give the people what they want, right? Try and do a little bit, these a little bit more frequently. So this is my attempt at them, but they won't be daily. Um, we've even had some people request the, the shots of propane that I used to do. Um, they, it won't be that. They'll be slightly longer form, hopefully. Um, and just when I have something interesting-ish to say, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so I unfortunately, I would normally read out... So as you, as you may have noticed, we've been reading out reviews um, on iTunes. Um, I don't have access to that at the moment. I don't want to close the recording app on my phone. Um, for fear of it stopping the recording so next time I promise I will read a review Um, and so you know if you do leave a review we do and we read it out it makes us laugh it's a good one it doesn't have to be a good review it can be a bad review as well Um, we will send you a free copy of two of our programs all you have to do is get in touch by email when we read out your uh, your review on iTunes Um, so the topic of today's podcast is actually related to golf believe it or not so with the weather warming up and uh, things getting hopefully progressively sunnier in the UK what I tend to do most years I don't really talk about this um, but what I tend to do is try and play some golf now I am by no means a good golfer however um, I have a, a small group of friends who all play golf so there's about six of us, I think. So there's always um, there's always someone who's keen to play around a golf with me, um, and everyone's got like a similar level of, of ability and a similar level of interest with it. Um, and we're all pretty much like fair weather golfers. So if it's raining or um, if it's a bit windy, if there's anything other than a perfectly clear, still, warm day, we don't play. Now, if you don't play golf at all, you're probably thinking like. Johnny, golf sounds like the most boring thing in the world. 
And I can certainly see why you'd think that, like it's hitting a small ball at a small hole with a big club, and a lot of people get very frustrated by it, and a lot of people spend an awful lot of money on it. Um, and that is a pretty accurate summary. But once you kind of break through the surface and learn a little bit about the game and you become good enough so that you can actually hit the ball and all those sorts of things, um, <coughs> excuse me, it, it becomes pretty good fun, to be honest, um, especially when you play well. And so as the something I always try and do around this time of year, because the golf season typically starts like April, runs through till probably... I don't know, September, October, whenever it starts to get um, too dark in the evenings or uh, too wet and windy to play. Um, And certainly golf in the snow is just like a no-go because all the balls are white. Um, But So around this time of year, so mid-March, late March, I I try and get a bit of practice in. I try and sneak in the odd golf lesson. I try and get the edge on uh, my friends that I know I'll be playing golf with uh, progressively more and more over the next couple of weeks or months rather um, so I've been having some lessons slightly more frequently than normal it's kind of like my secret prep to try and win because even though like none of us take it seriously it's still like if you're at all competitive it's no fun playing a sport and losing right it's no fun playing and at least not trying to win so I want to try and win and so I have been having uh, some lessons with a guy at the local, like w- one of the American golf shops. So it's not actually at a driving range or at a golf golf club. Um, so it's all simulated. Now, depending on, I don't know how much you believe those things, like that's either really advanced or it's a con trying to sell you more golf clubs. Because basically you hit a ball against a net and a computer then forecasts what would have happened if that had been a real ball on a real golf course and it gives you like a projected shot and it also gives you loads of analytics so like uh, the angle that your club was when you hit the ball uh, the direction that your club was coming at the ball all these sorts of really advanced things go way over my head I spent half my time like asking the guy to explain the metrics to me and the numbers to me because I'm such a a data head like as you if you follow any of our stuff you bought any of our programs you'll realize there's a lot of a lot of data and number crunching and analytics in those usually it's the inner accountant coming out i suppose um but yeah so i've had a couple of lessons with this guy at american golf and honestly some of the best golf lessons i've ever had in my life um which you know to improve my golf swing i always think is a it's quite a feat and he's he's managed but the one piece of advice that he gave me which i thought was i've never really looked at it like this before so Typically what happens in a, in a round of golf for me, right, is I'll stand on the first tee, put the ball down, get the biggest club out the bag I possibly can, and think, well, okay, I need to hit this a long way, so I'm going to hit this really hard. So swing as hard as I can. And sometimes it goes really well. Like Sometimes it goes straight and goes a decently long way. Other times, it's literally like uh, there should be sort of, we should notify the air traffic control of the local airport. Like it really does go... Uh, dangerously left or dangerously right um, very high in the air and so um, that that's typically around a golf for me and that happens on like every shot there's that risk and it doesn't seem like I can control it I'm sure if you listen to this and you play a lot of golf you're probably tutting and shaking your head but that's what happens so that's that's my pattern and I explained that to him 
and I was like, you know, if only, if only I could just hit every shot straight, then I'd be a really good golfer. And he's like, well, yeah, obviously. Like the difference between me and Roy McElroy, who is, I think, my age, and doing pretty well by all accounts from playing golf for a living. And the difference between me and him, largely, is that when he swings the club, the ball goes straight most of the time. 99% of the time, right? And obviously there's a lot more nuance to it, but that's the basics, right? So I was like, yeah, if only I could just hit the ball straight every time, I'd be really good at golf. And the guy's response was, well, it isn't really about hitting the perfect shot every time because that's unrealistic, right? Like standing on every fairway, standing on every tee and hitting a perfect shot, you're gonna, that's going to not happen. It's more what we need to focus on is reducing the variation or reducing the size of the error that you experience. So if we can take that shot that goes, you know, into into the next sort of housing estate and 100 feet in the air, and we can make it so that it goes slightly left, still a bad shot, but slightly left, but still in play, then you'll probably experience the biggest change from that, right? So instead of trying to hit perfection every time, just minimizing or reducing the size of the errors that you have. Now, you can probably see where this is going. And certainly if you've ever seen a webinar that we've done or you've ever you've been on our five-day challenge or anything like that, bought any of our products, you'll know that we are big on this concept in our fitness coaching. So when he said it, I was like, yeah, mate, yeah, like, I totally get what you mean. I, you know, like, I hear you, I hear you. Um, because that concept is something that I spend a lot of time teaching my clients, right? Because everybody, when it comes to tracking their diet or having a productive week of training or improving your sleep or trying to meditate or read or build a habit right we all want a home run we all want things to go 100% correct immediately right off the bat but that is unrealistic right if you've got if you're currently struggling to be consistent with let's say your nutrition right so yesterday's podcast I spoke about um, managing your diet in time for summer Let's say you're trying to do that. You took my advice. You went to propinfitness.com forward slash calculator or you set up your free account at propinprotocol.com forward slash free account. Hashtag not an advert. (laughs) Um, Then you'll be starting to get into the the rhythm of things and you'll probably start to realize that the things get in the way, right? Like stuff happens in your life that you weren't necessarily expecting that make the plan difficult. Because you ultimately you're faced with this choice, which is I either say no to this proposition and favor sticking to my diet, or I accept that today my diet's not going to be perfect and I'm going to go with that specific event. So the other day, good example, I tracked my macros up until like 3 p.m. And uh, a friend and his girlfriend asked Becca and I if we wanted to go to Nando's right now. I don't think you should ever say no to Nando's. I think that should be a a rule. Never say no to Nando's. So obviously I didn't say no to Nando's. We went and I ordered what I normally order and I went over my calories by like, I think 600 calories for a day or something like that. So what should have been two and a half thousand, which is my current target, was well over 3,000. It was like 3,150 or something like that. And I've got to, you know, I got to the end of the day and you would look at that and think, well, that's a failure. 
Um, or you can look at it and say, well, you know, I have a weekly calorie allowance. I need to do something later in the week to balance that out. Hey, Johnny here. Just a really quick interruption to this episode to let you know about a resource we now have up and running on propinfitness.com. One of the most popular questions we get from readers and listeners is, hey guys, what would you recommend for my starting calories for fat loss or muscle gain? How much protein, carbs, fat? How many calories should I eat to begin my journey as a starting point? Normally, this is something that we do for clients when they come into our program, The Propane Protocol. But recently, we have opened up the calculator that we use for all of our clients so that you can get a free calculation, a free starting point of what we would recommend if you were to start as a client with us for your protein, carbs, fats, and calories overall for either fat loss or muscle gain, customized to you and your goal. If you want to get access to that, it is totally free. You just have to go to propinfitness.com forward slash calculator, enter your information, and we will send your macros and your calorie recommendations to that email address. And we'll also send you a few free resources over email just to pad that out and ensure that you have the best possible chances of reaching your goals in fat loss and muscle gain. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Oh man, so I'm now driving and I had to stop the podcast earlier, urgently, uh, because... Uh, I was walking, so as I, as I think I said, I can't even remember what I was saying to you, uh, it was pretty early when I was recording that, um, but I was walking from my house to a coffee shop to do some work, and as I was walking, uh, I saw there was a lady, like, I don't know, 50 meters in front of me as I'm recording this podcast, and uh, she had this huge, uh, this huge white poodle, okay, and uh, the, I mean, I'm laughing, it wasn't funny uh, at all. The, the lady, basically, the, the poodle pulled her in this in one direction and um, she caught her foot on uh, like a loose paving slab. Um, and because she was holding the lead of the dog, um, fell and had no hands to stop herself from falling. So basically hit her heb, her heb hit her head off the curb um, so, so hard that it like rebounded off the off the curb so um obviously uh, i had to you know the, the podcast needed to stop i had to go help her so i uh, went over and made sure she was okay and um like stayed with her until she'd um kind of settled a little bit it's, i don't know if you've ever fallen over as, as weird as it sounds if you've ever fallen over it's very very jarring um and obviously especially if you hit your head so um i hope she's okay but man what a what a morning. Um, so that's what I was, that's what happened while I was recording the episode uh, and I, I had to stop, but I wanted to, I want to finish it. Um, and some of this may be, uh, like recovered ground. So I apologize if I, uh, re say things that I said earlier, but I, I can't fully remember everything that I, that I did say before that incident. Um, but interestingly, I've actually just played golf. Um, so it is kind of relevant to that, but yeah, so the, the the key thing really that I was discussing was just that the golf, like anything else, is is full of like uh, well, like many other sports, but also like dieting, right? So eighteen holes of golf is a series of shots that that there are a series of holes, and each hole is made up of a series of shots, and those things combine to make a score, and obviously that score becomes uh, whether you play well or whether you don't play well, and. 
everybody when they play golf me especially I think me and my friends who, who we play together we're all the same like we're all looking to hit that perfect shot right we're all looking for the hole in one we're all looking for the drive that goes 300 yards dead straight down the middle um, and we think that when we don't play well it's because we're not hitting enough of those shots um, but actually it's because when we hit a bad shot we lose the ball and we have to start back on the tee again or uh, you know we hit it out of bounds or uh, you know we nearly hit another person or something like that you know the bad shots are so wayward that that's actually that actually has a much bigger effect on our score than um, you know those those one-off fantastic shots because the difference between let's say a 300 yard drive and a 250 yard drive is obviously 50 yards but in the context of like how that works out for you for the rest of the, the hole it's not that much right but a shot that goes left and you lose the ball it couldn't be worse in the context of golf so excuse me how does this apply to dieting well simply that instead of focusing on nailing everything every day and expecting that you'll never have days that you miss your macros or you'll never have days that you miss a training session or you'll never have days where you only get five hours of sleep instead of expecting that to happen understand that it's going to happen and focus your effort on just reducing the size of the error reducing how bad your bad days are so in our um in our propin protocol program we have something called the traffic light system and it's when, when someone comes into uh, the program, what we have them do is grade their days into green, amber, and red. And you'll, you can do this as you're listening. You'll probably find that this is the case for you as well. So most people have three types of, of situation in their life. Um, and this is combined with work, social, family, like anything that happens. Okay, so a green day would be a day where um, you have a plan for your nutrition. So you, I don't know, three meals a day, hit your macros with specific meals. You probably have plenty of fruit, fruits and vegetables, hit your fiber, uh, you know, generally have whole unprocessed foods, manage your hunger, all that good stuff, right? You're a grade A student and you train and you're in bed on time. You hit your habits. It is perfect, right? That is a perfect day in the context of your life and your goals. And if all you did was hit that day, you would obviously hit your goal in no in your goals in no time, right? And that's the, in the in the golf analogy. That's the three hundred yard drive. Then there's an amber day. Now that is a day that um, starts off with good intentions and like maybe um, I think I used an, an, an example earlier. I don't know whether this got cut off, but um, the other day I was tracking my macros and, and had plans to train that evening and all that sort of stuff. And then a friend called me. He wanted to celebrate. Um, something that had recently happened to him, he'd got some good news, um, and uh, we went to Nando's, believe it or not, because you know you never say no to Nando's. Um, so I, I ended up skipping my training session, and I went over my macros for that day. So that would be an amber day. So it's not necessarily a total derailment. Like I'm not, um, you know, I'm not like ten pints in and uh, cramming back a, a box of twelve Krispy Kremes, but I haven't technically. It's not perfect, right? I skipped my training. Uh, like food choices probably weren't the best like I probably didn't even have any vegetables that day or fruit or anything like that I probably missed my fiber goal um, but I still kind of got the broad strokes in place so an amber day is like you kind of go halfway there right 
you're not your diet isn't all over the place but it's not still not perfect you maybe miss your training uh you maybe don't get quite enough sleep but it's not you 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 don't uh, it's not like a binge or anything like that or you, you're not going way over your calories so it starts off perfect or it starts off like you think it's going to be a good day and something happens where you have to kind of change tack a little bit and then a red day would be something like um so at the weekend i know that i'm going to be um probably drinking alcohol probably eating out um probably be a large calorie excess i'll probably miss training again um it'll definitely affect my sleep i'll maybe miss some habits right that's something that i know is going to happen i can preempt and plan around so what i then do is i go through at the start of every week we have like a weekly recap and planning process that we also use with our clients where they check in with us as well so to keep them accountable but that's done on a weekly basis and one of the things we encourage them to do at that point is go through the next week and just grade your days color code your days so which days are green are going to be green which days are going to be red and then amber are kind of things that um, happen on the fly like change as you go and what we say to them is like what can you do to basically move red days to amber and move amber days to green and get as many green days in the week as you possibly can so in other words let's say this example of me or the example of um me so the meal out at nando's right so i probably could like the way that i could have improved that i probably could have just like as soon as i got the the request to go i probably could have chosen something different at the restaurant i probably could have got my training session in um before i went or i could say right well to mitigate this happening in future i'm going to start training in the morning and as a result of that happening this morning i actually trained first thing today um i'm going to start experimenting with uh, morning training because that happened so it's like right there's been a few instances recently where i've missed my training missed my, my my gym session because someone invited me to do something last minute in the evening i'll move things to morning training and see how i go so that's me trying to move a, an amber day into a green day and then with the the stuff on the weekend so like that's a red day right i'm i'm expecting to go over my calories i'm expecting to miss my training what can i do to prepare for that how can i turn that into an amber day well i could create a calorie um gap between now and then so i could increase the size of the calorie deficit um thursday friday wednesday thursday friday and then as well on sunday to give me some extra to play with on saturday and increase my calorie targets for saturday i could maybe sp- take that training session and spread that over the rest of the week as well so that would turn what was a, a day that's kind of like contrary to my goal to a day where i actually just have more freedom because i've been more rigid and planned the rest of the week so hopefully that kind of makes sense so basically what i'm doing there with the traffic light system is i'm, I'm taking an objective cold look at you know what is going to what is going to happen over the next week what's happening in general in my life what's derailing me how can i just move things slightly better how can i turn something terrible into something still not great but not terrible how can i turn something that's not great into good right so bringing you back to the golf analogy we're not trying to hit home runs every single day we're just trying to reduce how bad our errors are we're just taking something that was previously completely wrecking our calorie deficit for the rest of the week and turning it into something that's not great but still allowing us to lose weight consistently or whatever your goal is hey johnny again hope you enjoyed that episode of the propane fitness podcast we have a short request and a potential prize for you 
If you enjoyed that episode, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. It just helps the podcast reach more people and allows us to devote more resources and time to making this podcast better every single week. In return, we are going to be selecting one of the reviews, announcing it live on the podcast every single week, and sending you two of our programs completely free of charge, both Faster Fat Loss and the V-Taper program. One is obviously a fat loss program, eight weeks long. One is the V-Taper program, which is muscle gain focused on the upper body, designed to basically get you a massive bench press, huge chest, and a massive chin-up. Who doesn't want those things? So we're gonna be sending both of those to the best review. And all you have to do in order to enter this prize draw to win those two programs is to head over to iTunes or head over to propinfitness.com to get the link for the podcast and then visit iTunes that way and leave us a short review with your honest feedback, your honest comments. Let us know what you think of the podcast, what we can do better, what you like, what you don't like, and you'll be automatically entered into the prize draw to win one of these programs. We'll see you on the next episode and we hope to be shouting your name out very soon. Shout, shout.